The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. But it's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on QB. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. This is Megan. <laughs> Hi, everybody. That was weird. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> you are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Thank you. And all Welcome. that. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today in making it a choice to purposefully play our podcast and listen to it. Right. Maybe you're driving to work. Maybe you're on a walk. On the shitter. <laughs> could be shitting. Yeah. Um, maybe you're doing yeah. dishes or laundry or trying to avoid your husband and or kids. Yes. And our wife. Any of these reasons are good reasons to listen. Right. All right. They all work. They yeah, do. They all work. Um, we do have new Patreons. I want to say right away, we got to Cindy Rizzo. Thank you so much. I've thank seen you, Cindy. Thank you interacting on I our know. podcast Jumped page right and i love her and megan anderson Me- another yes, megan another megan we're popular with the yes. megans thank you both of you so much i'll be sending your stickers out probably tomorrow um before we do our bitch fest in nut bars pool without nut yeah. bar okay. right we're gonna go to nut bars pool tomorrow Without nut bar. And when we say nut bar's pool, we um, mean it's a white trash above ground pool. <laughs> yeah. It's big enough to fit Sarah, Tiffany, and, and myself. You. Yep, at the same time. And just our can just barely. Yeah. Just barely. Just barely. But it's hotter than hell and we're yeah, gonna go it's a float. tiny pool with the biggest ladder of yeah. any pool yeah. ever. <laughs> it's the most also, precarious ladder. It's unstable. It's the most unstable, unstable precarious uh-huh. ladder to climb yeah. to get into the above ground white trash yeah. pool. So, yeah. 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 We'll celebrate and talk about them, these new Patreons, yes. and say how much we love them. And they will have been mailed out their stickers. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So, welcome. Thank you so much. Enjoy. You have already, I believe, your own He Man wig up there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at. I added all the He-Mans. Our He-Man poster yeah. is It's very full. piss poor. I need to No, but it's it. full. Look, it's we full. have three I have to get more another spots. One. Yes, yeah. this is so exciting. I know. Thank you so much. We cannot thank you enough. Yeah, we, we can't. For supporting we us. can't. Yes, it makes this... It it just we I can't even believe it. I know it's when so I read cool. the reviews, yeah, yeah and, and the reviews we've been getting have actually like given me hope that I might make it another day. You might. I might just kick it through another. It day. wasn't like the one that kicked me right in the yeah. crotch. Well, they said we were dirty shitbags, pretty much. We were dumb as piss, and not that we funny. were hot with the middle school crowd, right? Like, Which I mean, yeah, kind of. We are. Yeah. Um, we are, (laughs) but yes, if you want to do something for us that really makes an impact in the, uh, podcasting, I don't know, technologies or whatever, leave a rating or review 
after you're done listening, that helps us so much. Just go down, leave Mm -hmm. a rating, preferably a five-star rating. We would enjoy that. We'd like Um, them five. Yeah, we don't like them one. We want five. 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 All right. So what what is your... And we did promise a Shark Week show, and that just really went in the shitter, too. Um. I'm going to make it up to yeah. everyone. This was my fault. Uh, I had a crazy ass whole week. <laughs> week. Um, so I had the best intentions of like, my whole week is free. And we're going to do a shark, a special shark yep. week episode. And we're going to just get all this sh- shit done. And then that didn't happen. And um, so... For various reasons, there it was a number of reasons right. that we all we can still maybe do an Olympic special. We can still do the Shark Week one. You know, maybe just double up. The Olympics randomly. are going to hell in a handbasket yeah. real fast here with the COVID. Yeah, yeah, with the COVID viruses hang around. Oh, they sure do. They do. Um, they like to just reinfect. Jesus, I know. Um. So yeah. Sorry about that. It is going to happen, and and, and we're getting we'll a Patreon out special. very yes, soon, and if a not Patreon. yeah, immediately tonight. Yeah. yeah. What is your glitter in the shitter? Speaking of shitters and uh, shitteries, so <laughs> <laughs> my glitter in the shitter um, is a well. I I had a hard time deciding again. But uh, one of the things that helped me through the pandemic was this company called um, Triple X Porn. Triple X <laughs> Porn. It is a toilet paper company that um, brings you, it sends toilet paper to you on a schedule. And it. What? is um, plastic free. Oh, that's right. I remember you ordering that. Yes. So um, it's called, why do I always want to say what the crap? Who gives a crap is what it's called. I wanted to say what the crap, and I'm like, that's not what it's called. Okay, so it's called who gives a crap. Literally, that's what the... (laughs) That's what the Class. company is called. Yes. And if you Google who gives a crap toilet paper, you will find that you can order toilet paper. You can also order um, Kleenexes and paper towels as well, or tissues and paper towels. Um, and it comes to you, and there's absolutely no plastic. There's no plastic on the, like, you know, Wrapping surrounding. Yeah. Yes, there's no plastic in the box. It's literally just toilet paper with um, biodegradable tissue and then it comes in a biodegradable box and it saved me through the pandemic well yes I I have severe diarrhea um, but also when everybody else was like, I don't know oh, any right. fucking toilet you paper. Toilet, you were getting yours. I always yeah. had some because it comes in a giant bulk. It comes in a yeah. huge box to my house. And it's hilarious because it literally says like, who gives a crap on the outside? <laughs> That's that family and that gets all that toilet paper yes. in a giant yes. uh, shipment container. And there's like tons <laughs> of just 
poop jokes on yeah. the outside. Oh, see, they're clever. Which I love. Yeah. Yes. And so I got into it before I was trying to lower my carbon footprint. I don't, I, that, yeah. I got that into was good for that. you. I, for like one I like day. that. So one day I did that and then I forgot about it and well. started using baggies again the next day. But this uh, really has made my life better. Because there's something also that I can't stand and that is buying toilet paper at Target. I don't know why. I hate it so much and I find it so annoying. I do. And paper towels. And paper towels. I have to buy them together and it takes up my whole cart. Yes. I don't know why that makes me so annoying. Nobody wants to walk around a store with giant ass wipe in their cart knowing people looking at you then knowing that you do huge diarrheas. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm very open about my diarrheal issues. But I mean, you're talking about butthole stuff in a mixed crowd you are so if yeah. you want to uh look it up i'll put i think i have a link or something i'll put it on our facebook page but it's just something kind of fun they come in cute colored packages or cute colored wraps um yeah, when the next thing happens and all the dumb assholes in the world buy right. up all the toilet paper, you'll have some. Right. And it just, it takes, you know, the pressure off of buying toilet yeah, paper at the store that you hate right. to take up your whole cart and it's good yeah. for the earth. So who gives a crap? Good. No, not what the crap. <laughs> who not gives what the a crap. crap is what it's called. What about you? Mine, and mine was really glitter in the shitter for real. Yours was. Oh my god! A literal. I didn't good even thing think in about your it shittery. until now. Yeah. Oh. Mine um, was the is is the show Ted Lasso. Mm. I watch very little TV like, and also sitcom. Well, you know you love. I love TV, but I watch the same shows over and over and over again. Shows I've seen 1,400 times. I just watch like comfort shows. And then I do other stuff and it's like in the background. So I rarely watch new stuff. Like I liked Lupin on Netflix and that was new. But usually Um, when you watch something, you watch something that's kind of dark. Oh, usually like Hannibal. And like where they cut off the neck and fuck the neck. That's my bag. <laughs> and I'm watching like... And you watch New Girl. Shit's yeah. Creek. And right. New Girl. Yeah. And you're like, and I would so never watch Ted that. Lasso, yeah. I said, if I would have looked at the description, I would have immediately mm. said, pass, mm-hmm. 100%. Nothing about totally. it, the description would appeal to me. No. And, I, and I avoided it. And I actually have free Apple TV because I bought my... Oh, well, for a year because my iPad. Um, oh. And then I, I, I don't know why. I just thought, well, because it got a ton of Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um. And I do like and Jason, Jason Stakis. I really cute. like him. Uh-huh. And of course, I was on Twitter and I just saw so many people were because the show season two starts on Friday, um, same day as the Olympics as okay. well. Um, and just people talking about how good it was, how good mm-hmm. it is. So I thought, okay, I'll just try it. I was on my treadmill. I had done my two things already what did you do i i'm journeying through egypt with rami romani he's the cutest and the most handsome and he's smart and he's funny and i love him so much um look out jamie he is married and lives in la and i don't even have a chance 
And he's an not again. He's an Egyptologist and archaeologist, and he's from Egypt. And so he's been walking around the pyramids and Luxor and the Valley of the Kings and King. And so we go through, and he's just the cutest, and I love him so much. And he tells wonderful stories, really good ones about like the gods and goddesses. And Does he kings look and, like Rami Malek? No, oh, poop. Um. Anyway. I love him so much. And then I'm doing a running thing with Tommy since Tommy Rives, a really good runner in You're Portugal. Running? Well, I mean, he's run, it's running for the simples. It's like running 30 seconds and walking a minute. And it's like a to get the simples to run. <laughs> That's the, the uh, infirm. Okay. okay. Um, so I did that and then I thought, okay, I'll just walk a few minutes and I'll start Ted Lasso. And I ended up watching the entire season. I couldn't stop. I loved every minute of it. I don't know what about this. It's just good. It's just so good. It's unbelievably good show. Everything about it, every character, all the writing, everything is absolutely perfectly done. Mm -hmm. Unreal. So it's, it, you won't I mean it's about soccer in England I mean who cares and you will watch it and it will like become your whole life um I watched the first episode yeah. and Phil was very confused thinking that he was like I thought this would be super funny it's like a like it wasn't a laugh no and a half it's not like a no it's not like a it's like where you even are crying sometimes, yes. you know. So he was confused because he was like, I thought this was supposed to be funny because we had just finished Shit's Creek. It took us yeah. literally nine years to finish Shit's Creek, but we finally did. And yeah, he just he didn't understand it. So it then gets, we stopped. It, you, once you know the characters and stuff, yes, it does. It gets there. But it's not like there's not like where I'm laughing like trailer park boys and dying and people are right, you know right it's a different it's just different it's hard to describe if right. i like it and i like hannibal in exorcist then anybody will like it <laughs> <laughs> anybody will love it just give it a try like get get like you realize you're four episodes in and then you can't you're done you can't stop yeah okay yeah i need to do it well we don't have apple tv what were we watching it on is it on something else it probably apple tv it? always gives you like two free and then, oh, maybe we just unless you have it sometimes I you get it. it i don't know but yeah that's it glitter in the shitter was ted lasso um marnie listener marnie knows that our favorite jen hat maker yeah was obsessed with ted lasso yeah, it's, and was like that was all she would write about on her it's social media it's for very bizarre very bizarre what it does to you that you love you it. become so invested that and for me, like, I don't like any of no, I you mean, hate feeling good. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like where he's super positive yeah. and it's good and it's good people. And I yeah. don't like any of that. I know. I oh, just told you I was trying I to be a positive, right. nice person. And you were like, nope. No. Nope. No. And I loved every minute. Oh. Every minute. I loved it. I don't know what Sarah, happened to me. It's like. And it, it's like just good thing. You just feel It's good. like a break from the deodorant factory. Yeah looks good I mean I still you. I'm reading a horror anthology oh, right okay. now so I mean that's oh. extremely disturbing but okay. I balance it out okay but I mean watch <laughs> it you won't be disappointed okay it's just wonderful I'm gonna good glitters in the shitters yeah we are back to our old standard our bread and butter mm -hmm. our creme de la 
creme. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Our top drawer. <laughs> That's where our, my underwear. That's yeah. where my period our underwear. Our top are. drawer forensic <laughs> files. <laughs> my underwear is so absolutely horrific. I. What do you do? You can't buy new underwear because you know in one second it's going to be a nightmare horror show. Yes, it's going to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. yep. And then why bother? Why bother? And then you have right. to wear it because then your pants are. You can't have your pants be a disaster i just piss myself yeah along with the diarrhea so i have to have a lining between yeah oh my yes me and my yeah. pants which reminds me um a co-worker at the deodorant factory uh-huh um you know the summertime is for grad parties and some uh-huh. people enjoy grad parties and other people um find them you know pure you know, sticking a toothpick up your pee hole. Yeah. That would um, be me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, this was probably 25 years ago. She was going from grad party to grad party. And at one of the grad parties, you know, got hammed on hams, boozed it oh, a little bit oh, too much, got the old uh-huh. uh, drunkards mm-hmm. and pissed herself in her mm, one outfit. No. And she had to go to another grad party. So what do you do? You take your shorts off. You hold them out the window as you drive and you air those piss pants out as you're driving. No. Sat in her underwear, held the shorts out the window, window down. It's summer. Dried those piss pants. (laughs) My face is just, I can't, I'm not even having a reaction because I don't know what to do. Dried that piss stain, washed that piss stain out of her hair, put those pants back back on and went to grad party number two. Clean as a whistle. No. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. I would have just gone home. I would have been like, absolutely not. I pissed myself. So that's my. You just dry them out your window, put them back on, no. ready to go for show number two. Now that's a trooper. That's a warrior. <laughs> that's an American woman right there. You know what? She solved her own problem. It's <laughs> a goddamn American yeah. woman. And that is, of course, that's typical of a yeah. deodorant factory worker. Yeah, you solve your problem on the yeah. go. And you just, you know, you keep work going. With it. You sit in piss pants sometimes. Oh my god! Or period pants. Think about all, all the times the time. I've just tied something around my right waist. Going to the bathroom, you're actually told you cannot. Yeah, go you after cannot work. go yeah. when so you have you to go. Have a time of the month issue or pee your pants. You have to pee your because pants. it's very important that the deodorant is tested right every minute for 47 minutes right. straight mm-hmm. or else and you can't go to the bathroom you're told not to mm-hmm. that's because it all sucks dick yep so this forensic files is called deadly matrimony yes. very perfect name and i had no idea why we missed this one it's not any either. of our lists we just never I noticed it, it before huh? I, I did too I until i, I really looked again and then it. i'm like what the hell is this one I remembered watching it though when I watched it this time. I was like, yeah, I I've think seen I hit a while one. ago too. Yeah. It is in 1974, a brand new year for us and a oh! way back year. And the year I was born, 1974. Oh, my God. October 29th, almost Halloween. Maybe that's why I like all that weird. I was still an shit. egg in my mother's. Hoo-ha. Fallopian. Yeah. Or, or what do you in your ovary. Egg sac? ovary? I was in the ovary. 
Yeah. I was waiting. I was you were almost waiting. dropped. I was almost, almost dropped. dropped out. Yep. Almost dropped out. So 1974, let's journey back 46 years, old as hell, forever Jesus. ago. My God, did they have Ooh. even technology? Did they even know that the earth goes around the sun? <laughs> some people, it some people do it and some people don't out, still. still don't think Some people still think, think you know, it's flat, but what but, are you, you going to do to um, each his own? What was going on in 1974? Tell me, Sarah. All right, if we go back like we do to the movies, uh-huh. not a whole lot. As I'm looking at the movies, um, a lot of... Seeing? What are you seeing? A lot of the movie posters involve naked women in some sort of panic. And I think what was going on in 1974 that every movie poster had bosoms and naked women i don't know it was disturbing Hmm. two of the best movies ever in my opinion ever made were in from 1974 and again shows just my humor blazing saddles yeah and young frankenstein oh classics you can i can watch them again blazing saddles kind of surprises me i love blazing saddles but young frankenstein does of course Yes, that's in the Martin Sheen-esque. I mean, because Gene Wilder to me is like weird. Like Gene Wilder, both of them. Martin Sheen, they're both weird. I mean, Martin, what? Not short. (laughs) Martin Sheen is dead. Emilio Estevez and Charlie's dad. Charlie's the weird. Oh, Charlie. He, that's what Martin I Martin Short, absolutely, yes. Gene Wilder and Martin yes. Short. I know, Gene Wilder, who has since And passed. also Gilda was his wife who I passed. I know. That was, he that's just, so he sad. kind of shut down after she died, no, I think. Oh, I would oh, too. I know. That was true Godfather love. too, but I never, I was too young to really understand the Godfathers and never really got into them. Did you ever? Well, I got into, I mean, I watched them yeah. a, as a, maybe young adult like a 20 year old or whatever right. maybe when I was in college I watched all three of them but no I would have never right. watched them as a young person. the Robert Redford Great Gatsby did you ever see that one yeah yeah that's a good one with Mia Farrell yeah yeah I like that one better I think than the Leonardo one the I didn't one. even see the Leonardo one um, and it was okay, but the story's so weird anyway, but I like, I like Robert and I like Mia. I enjoy, well, I don't like Mia now. Well, I mean, she's weird, but yeah, um, but I do she has love like a kooky, just crazy look in her eyes sometimes with these characters and she can play a good weird. Well, you know, Daisy is Daisy's a weird, a weird asshole. Yeah. yeah. She's an asshole. They're all really weird assholes. Yeah. Um, and Benji. Do you think any kid would know Benji? And yet we grow up. Everything was Benji. Benji, Benji, yep. Benji. Every dog was a Every Benji. Every dog was Benji. And kids now would have no idea what Benji is. No, there is a remake, though. My kids. Really? Yeah, they oh. watched it. Yeah, but it was like kind of scary and sad. So oh. uh, we watched it and Jeez. then I was like, yikes. Rory was upset about it. Yeah. Oh. Um, TV was Brady Bunch, of course. Awesome. I mean, my God. And I met Greg Brady in person. Um, and <laughs> did he 
try to get the goods? He did, did he actually. Touch your tits? He tried, and it was uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Because I, col- I was 21 in college. What's his name? Barry Williams. Williams. Yep. So I was uncomfortable. I was on the team that brought him to do a speech, and he was doing like a Brady Bunch talk tour. What is it? And he came to our college. I mean, like I was on like 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 I was a uh, student senator, and on like the oh my god, I was on the group that brought like talkers speech right. Like Oliver Stone came, and Oliver wow, he pointed at me and said, "Girl." Go get me some coffee. And I went, what? And then I walked away. And you were like, I'm a goddamn American woman. I didn't even know how to get coffee. No. So I just left the room. I didn't know what to do. And he was an asshole and he was high on coffee. Yeah, I was going to say, was he high as a kite? Yep. I picked up, um, no, I can't even, you know how I am with Nate. I can know Nate. Well, I just called Martin Short Martin Sheen. So I'm, Um, what's his name from Lethal Weapon? Not Mel Gibson. Danny Glover. Danny Glover from the airport. Wow. Yeah. Was he nice? He was super nice. Oh, he was good. very nice. Good. Actually. Um, Paula Poundstone, my roommate, she made my roommate and I, Judy, watch her purse and we couldn't leave the room for okay. her whole set. And I thought that was weird. And she was very different. So it was stuff like that I did at college. Okay. Wow. I, yeah. I'm impressed. I've known um, you for all these years. I know. And I, didn't I know. actually was involved in almost everything. Isn't that weird? That's totally unlike yeah, me. Hate I hate everything. people and hate everything. Yeah. And I was non, I just was on every 800 committees. Oh. So, well, because Drew, my friend Drew was on everything and I did it with him and Gina and I guess. Good job, you guys. Um, Partridge the, family. There are listeners now, too. I know they're, they're just Thanks, your college friends. Gina. You're, you're joined. Mm-hmm. You're bonded. Mm-hmm. Here's Lucy, where Lucy um, was on the show with her real life kids played her kids on the show. Hmm. It was weird. Sunny and Cher, of course. Nice. Um, good times, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Happy days. Carol Burnett. Uh. You couldn't even make a show like Carol Burnett now because the budget, they would do a whole song and dance number with costumes and dancers yeah. and, Oh, Rhoda and Maude, Little House on the Prairie, which is near and dear to my heart. Love it. Oh, I, my friend Stacy and I, poor long suffering Stacy, who I pranked. Oh my That's god! That's who you said. Should I, Dad? Yeah, I called and pranked. I pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's suffered so long being my friend. Just suffered. Oh man! But we used to be able to guess the Little House episode within the first like fifteen oh, seconds. Yeah. This is the one where Charles breaks his ribs when he's trying to do his job, and then the whole town comes to and help him yes. and does the job. Yep. Yeah. Oh, little house. Odd couple Waltons. I never watched the Waltons. Neither I thought did that I. was weird as hell. Six million dollar man. No. I loved it. And he would go wah, 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 no. and his and I'm sure he had some sort of mechanical wang. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were thinking that. As a newborn. Right. As a newborn he had a mechanical uh-huh. wang. Um Mary Tyler Moore she was had the beats. Mary Tyler Moore had she the beats. She had the beats. Yeah. She had the beats real bad. Hmm. Um, Do you want to know about some songs? Yes. I'm sure they were on an eight track. Okay. Um, so the songs of 1974, uh, it, 
I can't figure out how anyone was actually born in 1975 with a with a Terrible playlist songs. like this. Oh, geez. yeah, because ain't nothing on this list of the top 100 gonna make me. Uh, Maybe they were the doing mood. it to mod. So. <laughs> B. Arthur can really get the bone uh-huh. going. So the uh, the Carpenters had. We're on the top of the oh. world looking down at creation. I yep, just that one. read a whole thing on her and her terrible anorexia. Oh, God, it was sad. Oh, nobody yeah, you knew told what it was. me that. Yeah, she. By the end, she was diarrhea. taking eighty to ninety laxatives a night. Night. How? night how 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 do you take that many pills i don't know i don't know oh the I'm poor sorry dear for that uh, so some other songs goodbye yellow brick road yeah and so, the net net uh, i mean it's okay but you don't can't me in my penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. I don't know the words. No. I shot the sheriff by Eric Clapton. Oh, please. That was uh Hello, it's me. We'd thought about it for a long, long time. I I made that line yeah. up. I don't know. No, there's nothing. Oh, there are no rough. no Good songs. Don't you worry about a thing. Oh, I do like that one yeah. by Stevie Wonder. But otherwise, the number one song was Barbara, The Way oh. We Were. Well, that's romantic. Yeah. But then I found this crazy ass, the number three yeah. song of all time of that year of 1974 was something called Love's Theme. I can't there was no, it for me. There and were I no words. I didn't even understand. And Barry... White, apparently, which we know put his it voice, all together, but he's not. Singing. But he never said a word. It was it's completely instrumental, and so I was reading about it. Like, what is this a movie? What is this from? And no, it was used as the beginning of golf coverage. Good God, well, there was nothing in else to do. Seventy-four. So I'm going to put it on our. Uh, yeah. Put it on our Facebook, Facebook so people group. can see how dumb. I really think you're going to be like, what in the absolute fuckery yeah. of 1974 is this? No. Kids who were born were playing with Tonka trucks that came oh. out. Yeah. The magic eight ball and a spirograph. There was jack shit. No. 74. Well, because you went outside and you played with your friends, I guess, and just went outside and you rode your bike and you did your idiot roller skates that connected onto your shoe with a key. Those are the worst. And people were reading Carrie by Stephen King. So people were reading instead of listening to songs. Of course they must have been. Yeah. Jeez. Hooked on a feeling. And speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, he is 13 days younger than me. He was born also in He too was born yeah. in November. Yep. Which means that I'm older than him, where he considers me then just dead because he only dates 25. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm just dead. If you're I anywhere- can't. Rami Romani, the Egyptologist, is married and won't give me the time of day. And Leonardo DiCaprio, I am a grandma with a foot in the grave. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not that I would want him. He seems paunchy and like he smells. Do you know? (laughs) (laughs) He does. He was just at the Outsider's house in Tulsa last week. No biggie. And today Green Day was there. Why was he there? Why are we not there? We should be there. I want to record. Do you think Danny Boy or Connor would let us record a live? It's always the husband. Probably. Why not? In the outsider's house. Probably. Let's make this happen. We'll contact him. We'll have Gary Garrison. Gary. How are his balls? Well, they have to be healing. It's been months. I mean, I think balls are delicate and take a while to heal. But they have to be healed. As long as my home has been being remodeled, his balls have been right. healing. So it was a very terrible accident. I guess. Oh, trauma! There was significant trauma to his balls. Mm-hmm. All right, this forensic files, like I said, is called deadly matrimony. It's and really all deadly matrimony. It, it all is. Real. It all is. We are going to Ohio. Again, we have several listeners from Ohio. Hello. O-H-I-O. Yep. Wayne County. No idea where that is, but it seems to be farm country. It is also the home of 19-year-old Janice Hartman. We saw pictures of Janice, and she was quite lovely. Very cute. Very lovely. She didn't have that weird 70s, like, good God, look. She looked like she could just pop right in today. Like, just looked like a really cute girl. She had a brother also named Gary. I wrote that this was the most extreme Gary that ever Garyed. This Gary was the gariest Gary of all Garys. You look at him and you would say, this man's name is Gary. I'm going to bet my intestines. And, and it then sure Gary. shit was. And yep. this, this is mean. Should I say it? I don't know. Everybody we're, listening, should I say it? We're really nice. Um, he looked simple. He seemed like he was simple. He looked simple, but I liked him. I didn't not like him, but he seemed like he, he might've been simple just even for the fact of the cold case and everything. I, I, I We'll get into it. I feel like he might've been simple. Okay. But I, I enjoyed him, but he's very much Gary. <laughs> All right. He's a Gary. Gary came also through with the a hot insult that I'll tell you about, okay. which won me over immediately. Yeah. Now, 19-year-old Janice, a very cute girl, like we said, had a boyfriend, 19-year-old John Smith. Okay. Now, talk about simple. John mm-hmm. Smith yep. was something horrific yep here's gary's insult <laughs> gary who immediately i said was the gariest gary ever yeah. and simple said he this guy was nerdy howdy doody looking guy and he said a person you would forget right away after you met him that's a burn that's a hot that burn. is a burn especially because gary also had some howdy doody. Gary looked like a howdy doody come to life. Yeah, he looked like a Chucky doll that was like a, oh, 
an Amish that came back. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky was Amish. But Gary just... But I, Gary had got a personality. Into your yeah. Yes. And he m- meant well. And when you see John Smith, you immediately hate him. Just like the, <laughs> yeah. I wrote the 1607 John Smith yeah. was also the biggest dick, dick on the planet. Yeah. Now we think back to Disney's Pocahontas right. and dear Pocahontas was not he seemed- this beautiful girl that ran around with a raccoon friend. She was a beautiful girl that when John Smith, the biggest dick of all, who was 27, came in 1607 when she was 10, used to go to villages with his guns, put them to the head of the leaders, and threaten to shoot them in front of their entire village, mm-hmm. um, demanding food. Mm-hmm. So it was not Pocahontas at 10 walking 12 miles bringing food to Jamestown um, because she wouldn't do that. It was she was 10 and it was 12 miles away and filled with swamps and such. Um, Pocahontas was also um, probably raped. Mm-hmm. And I think when she went to England was murdered and they said she just got had sick. smallpox, right? Or but they said something. she just got sick. And I, I think now she was just murdered and killed. They just exploited She was her. tortured. Yeah. Yes. She ended up marrying a dick. John Smith and her were not even a couple. No, ever. they weren't. No. no. She married some other dork She was dick. Like supposed to be a princess, yeah. right? Like this Indian princess comes over to Oh, the poor England. girl. I know. Anyway, both John Smiths are total ass Absolute yep. dicks. Um, but again, history, we cannot, we're not allowed to learn about real history anymore. No. Um, so John Smith of 1974, Dick, um, was also a motorcyclist and they show him on the motorcycle. It looks like one of those Italian little scooters yeah. and they're wearing door cats as, yep. uh, helmets. But Janice kind of liked the wild side, yeah. even though this howdy doody looking fuck dork, was a nerd and clearly fucked she liked him i guess they were inseparable it said her brother said this and then i think he was like oops but remember when he was like she was the type of person that liked to be on a fast item oh whenever it was and we were and i was like yeah i think she gary um wrong choice of words but he did say she had a tomboy effect and could climb the tree with the best of mm-hmm. us. Oh, dear. They get married. They finish high school. Janice and John get married. Four years, Right away. Yeah, right away. Four years later, they divorce, probably because he's a dickweed. And, to support- and she figured out he had for sure outkicked his coverage because she was gorgeous. She's and very beautiful. And he, he was- had eyes that didn't go in the right direction yeah one was at disney world and one was at disneyland yes oh geez to support herself janice took a job at a local nightclub as a go-go dancer and here Mm -hmm. i wrote what is a go-go dancer did you google it i didn't um because my question kind of got answered but i wanted Mm -hmm. to know is that a A stripper? stripper And that's what they called him in the 60s and 70s because they didn't want to say stripper. But then it said that she really just danced. She liked music and was just a dancer, like a dancer who would just dance at the club. And she never took off her clothes. She wore like clothes, like a little top and probably a little shorts. 
But at first I thought it was like a cover talk because her brother was the one saying, again, she was like a free spirit and just music. She loved music. It was right. part of her life. And I was like, okay, yeah, she danced because she likes music, but still, is she taking her clothes off? But yeah, then she like invited her parents to watch her and said, come and see me. I'm not taking my clothes off. And so they were all like, okay. But I mean, the point has to be the same. It's a woman dressed scantily for men at the nightclub to watch, correct? That's the point, I'm assuming. It's not the ballet. She's not in doing Oklahoma on stage (laughs) and doing some high kicks in Kansas City number. Making lazy circles in the sky. Uh, That I don't think she was dancing to. No. I, Um, I, I hear you. But... The brother did say, like, he said it was she didn't take enough. all her clothes off. Right. So she took some of them off. Maybe, but not all. She had some perkies. Yep. Because we can't take ours off. Oh, hell no. No, because we'll trip and fall out of the go go cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll get and I'll stuck be like, are you, you going yeah, to eat those fries? Yeah. Because. <laughs> We'll try to open the key to our go-go cage and our gun yeah. will get trapped in it. Oh, gee. Uh. <laughs> Ish. Um, it'll be the non-boner night. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you not want a boner? Come on Tuesdays. <laughs> Tuesday is boner free. <laughs> boner killers. Megan and Sarah will be dancing. Yes. Annihilate your boners. <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> Have your wing go inside your body. <laughs> Megan and Sarah are dancing. <laughs> See the hairiest butthole this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Oh dear! And would you wear your swimsuit with your just un- untamed bush area? Yeah. For sure. And they'll go look, mom. It goes all the way to yep. the knee. Yes, that's what happens in real life, yeah, son. Yeah. Unfortunate. Anyway, one night after work, she was invited to a private party, and I feel like private party is a word for like a fuck fest. Yeah. Like. It's gonna be or like, like an hooker, after bar, like a Is it sex like an after bar. I don't, I don't know. know. Like they're intending to have some sort of a mm-hmm. going all the way with mm-hmm. the go-go dancers. She went. There was heavy drinking. There was drugs. She did partake in the drinking. I'm not sure of the drugs. Men asked Janice to dance. Okay, so Janice starts dancing, and the reenactment had Janice taking off some of her clothes and dancing kind of wildly in the yeah. middle. And the men, she was very drunk, and the men were getting a little bit rowdy. And they, of course, as men do, take it way too far and try to rape the shit out of her Mm -hmm. because they're disgusting pieces of shit that just can't have a private party and Mm -hmm. an after party and be normal, civilized human beings and get hammered and do your drugs like normal people and just sit down no they (laughs) try to rape the shit out of all the women there come on just just have one day where you don't try to rape somebody can men go one day where they don't try to rape the shit out of someone it seems like no i 
I just do they need to have like a rubber band around their wrist to snap when they're still going to start raping to remind mm-hmm. them to tame it down? Yeah, like behavior. Oh, they're cognitive. So they're actually therapy. attacking her, becoming abusive, grabbing her. She got super, you know, obviously disturbed. It said Janice managed to talk her way out of it. So my God, like, good Jesus. for her. Yeah, I know. Because that. It's a horrifying situation. Yeah. You're surrounded kept, by a bunch of drunk men grabbing you. I mean, she horrifying. She wits about her. She did. She's probably she very smart. Got out. And what she does the very next day, she went to the cops and said, these men attacked me. They assaulted me. They tried to rape me. And she filed a police yeah. report. Yeah. Good for yeah. her. It's 1974. Yes. I mean, good for her that she, she did that. She wasn't going to get pushed around. She was a goddamn American woman. Right. They took her statement, everything, um... She needed protection, but I think the police just pretty much went, eh. They were like, eh, she, of course, she put herself there. She's hanging with the wrong crowd. She's a go-go dancer. Right. But she ended up going to her mom and dad's and kind of staying with them for a while because she didn't feel Right. She was terrified. Safe. Yeah. She did go back to the nightclub because that was her job. She kept go-go dancing. And it was, she ended up. Yeah, being at her mom's and actually telling her sister, I'm going away for a while, but don't worry, because she was just so disturbed by this happening. I think she wanted to just take a break. Mm -hmm. She went, and then it said they never saw her again for, and didn't know what happened to her for 26 years. Right. And literally just didn't do anything. Nothing. She happened they did not know where she was and 26 years went by and they didn't even ask where did you go (laughs) what happened where are you they did nothing your whole family it seems like (sighs) i mean literally she said that to her sister and the next day they said janice disappears she did not take her clothes well Mm -hmm. what was she gonna wear clearly there's something wrong she didn't take her car how was she getting to where she was going don't you wouldn't you question it you would she say she's gone and has no clothes and no car where go to the police and then it was the prosecutor who even says if you're gonna leave the area you're gonna need to take things with you you're gonna need your clothing that lady i hated that oh my god her hair what was wrong with her i don't know something was terribly wrong something with her hair. rubbed me the wrong yeah. way about her but clearly she disappeared but the bad way and no one i feel like no one did anything and then gary her brother was like i'm telling you it's like a hole in your heart like yes he was so sad but then they did didn't you, know 20 wait, years passed they didn't say 20 anything years. yes they didn't say they went to the police and filed a missing persons they didn't say any of her family did that they didn't say they kept calling the police you would call every week and say any progress on my sister's case why don't you go and talk to people? Go talk to her. I mean, talk to everyone she knows. Find out where is she? They just were like, eh. You know. It, 20 it years. Weird. Yeah. Oh. It, it says, too, that the police originally maybe interviewed some people. So someone must have said something. Maybe, her, of course, her friends. But they just... Like you said, said, well, she's a go-go dancer and yeah. that was her lifestyle. So, I mean, she almost got raped by a bunch of guys. So what are you going to yeah. do? Think of how many police just don't, if it's a sex worker yes. or, you know, whatever, they just drop it. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Especially if it's like a person of color. 
sex worker. Did you listen to Detective Trap? No, I, that but I know that that was a Dateline, so I haven't listened. Oh no, I didn't listen to the first three. Okay, yes, yeah, it's that one guy. That's, yeah, well, that's and what she's the only she one who cared. did. Yes, she was like, "I'm gonna fucking oh. find the bastards who are killing these sex workers of color because no one else fucking cares. Nobody cares. And what do you do? Like, I mean, Jamie and I did one too, where it was '80s, maybe I forget what year. And it was a guy who was gay, and the police just mm-hmm. said, oh, it's just a gay spat. Yeah. It's not a gay spat. He was tased in the face and attacked. And they just said, oh, it's just a gay spat. And they so didn't that wanna, doesn't matter? So it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, he's still assaulted, even if it was, and it wasn't. He's telling you what happened, and he's not even being listened to. I don't know. It's a whole thing. God, it is. I can't even. The next 26 years, no one sees a sign of Janice. No one hears anything from Janice. She's gone. Disappeared. Gone. Off the face of the earth. Nothing happens. The police are not really doing anything. Nothing's going on. It says the Hartman family gradually accepts the idea that they're just never going to see her again. All right. Now, like you said, 20 years later, they finally get a telephone call. Well, Gary does. So Gary gets a call and the lady says, is this Gary? (laughs) And he says, yes, or whatever. I'm Janice's brother. Is this Gary, Janice's brother? He says, yes. And she says, I understand that your sister was married to John Smith. And he says, yes. Mm -hmm. She says, my sister was married to John Smith. And my sister is also missing. So and this lady dun, dun, dun. was shocking. Um, I wrote this lady. Her name is Sherry Gladden mm-hmm. Davis. I looked like sh- I wrote. She looks like the puppet madam. Do you remember that puppet madam? That was in the 70s and 80s. Look up puppet madam. I'm afraid to. This is absolutely 100% what this woman looked like. Um, I thought she looked like Lady Abert. No. Who was the crabby lady on Mr. Rogers? The puppet. That is a madam lookalike. Yeah, they're exactly the same. That's Madam, like Madam's twin. Or she looked like when Carol Burnett would do... Oh, I know, she had this. Yes. When Carol Burnett would do She was on solid gold. Yes. Yes. Madam. Yes. That's exactly what she looked like, that puppet. So what Gary says to Madam Puppet's name from Mr. Rogers. What was her name? The Queen or was she the Queen? No, she was scary too. No, okay. So Lady Aberlin was Lady Elaine. Lady Lady Elaine. No, no. Henry the Pussycat, X the Owl, Lady Elaine, Daniel Tiger. Was that her name? Maybe it was Lady Elaine. Because Lady... That puppet was scary Was Lady Aberlin like the I don't know. Like that dumbass king. Out? I don't know. Yeah, king. Fair when he tab. would go like through the wall into that weird other land yes. that was in his house Make where believe, it had the train. The land of make-believe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to find out. Okay, keep talking. Gary says to Madam Puppet, Lady, you've got a problem. <laughs> He yeah, sure, yep. he sure is the rock coming in to save the day. <laughs> Lady, you got, you a, got problem. a problem. <laughs> yeah, my sister's been missing for a long time, Dick. So is yours. <laughs> we both got a problem, asshole. 
they both realize that John Smith probably killed both of their sisters mm-hmm. at that point, which you should have a million years ago, Gary. Yeah. Get with the program, Gary. Get with it. Oh, geez. It Sherry was Madams. Lady oh, she, she's yeah. horrific. Yes. And why does she have so much rouge? It looks like she's an alcoholic. Well, she looks like an alcoholic. Like or she has, she has gin blossoms. Yeah. yeah. Or I the mean, plague. My God. I'm not sure. Yeah. Eef. Yeah. She looks like that one charcoal guy we had. Charcoal Keith or whatever we had on a Yeah. Episode. Why did they do that? She's horrible. Like, I remember being horrified by that doll. Horrified. Yeah. My God, they wanted to scare kids just they a little were bit. They were just scaring the shit out of us. Sherry Madam's sister was 49-year-old Betty Fran. Talk about a name, Betty Fran. Uh-huh. Betty Fran was married to John Smith for only a few months. What John Smith told Betty Fran's family, and then they show a picture of him, and I wrote, yowza. <laughs> This nerd, I wrote, Mr. Speaking of, I wrote, Mr. Rogers is a thousand times cooler than this dick. And he had massive helmet hair. Like he was wearing so a bad. helmet. Mm-hmm. So bad. I mean, the nerdiest nerd you've ever seen. Like, even if you're a kind person, you would stop and scream nerd. Mm-hmm. Like Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. An ogre yelling nerd. You would scream that at him nonstop and you couldn't help yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh oh see i set randy. up i set up oh. a bed for randy down here so he'd lay in and then he lays on my treadmill. Lays on the oh, treadmill. yeah oh jeez now what <laughs> what john smith told betty fran is that he was a 40 year old mennonite where did he come up with this maybe because nobody knows what a mennonite is and she wasn't going to question it I don't I, know. I feel like in Ohio, people know. I suppose what there Mennonites they would. are. But do you think he said a Mennonite because they wouldn't look into his past or something? Because they would think maybe, he and they was would like, think he wasn't dangerous. Maybe yeah, too. Like yeah. he was. Like he Christ. just came from and didn't have a history really. Yeah. That he's never been married. That he had a degree in aeronautical engineering, specializing in jet propulsion. Now that you would believe, because this nerd, <laughs> you would. looks like. Just a nerd. Yeah. And Madam said none of that was true. Well, of course not. Obviously. They decide that, okay, they have to look into this. Clearly, it's murder. What are the odds of both of them disappearing with the same husband? Well, not he killed them. Clearly, that doesn't happen. Right. John Smith, of course, denies involvement in Betty Fran's disappearance. He says he came home from work. And then hmm. she left a letter. She said yep. she, it was, she left. It was a legitimate Dear John right. letter. Yep. Le- Dear John. She said, I gone and <laughs> feed the fish. <laughs> I took off run. I run in a way. I run. And feed my fish. Um, Talk about nerd. Total nerd. Smith, of course, denies having anything to do with Dear Janice's disappearance yeah. 100 years ago. He's like, I'm just sitting here feeding the fish. Right. I was just feeding fish. I had nothing to do. I thought she'd come back. Now, he does, um, or witnesses, the investigators, actually the FBI cold case unit says, maybe we should look into this dick with two wives suddenly disappearing. Maybe we should maybe look into this, even though she's a go-go dancer, she's still a human being right. that was clearly murdered. Right. My God. They start interviewing people and realize that John Dick Smith was in that club 
the night his wife disappeared watching her dance. This is police fuck uppery. Oh, please. Is what yes. this is. Because that should have been done it. on night one when they said Janice didn't come home from work. They should have said who was at the bar. They would have known right away and bam. You go to her ex-husband immediately right away and interview him and his whole family. They do this not know. Solved. This was before we were so ahead of our time right. in saying that it was always the husband. Oh, true. We're and clearly the only ones who say that. <laughs> The police as well say that who would want to watch their wife or even your ex-wife dancing in a skimpy outfit in a bar in front of other men? Well, you divorced her and she's divorced. She's not your wife anymore. Go fuck yourself. Suck it. You have nothing to say and she can do whatever she wants. My God. She wants to. She's attractive. She doesn't have a gun to dance around. Go for it. If you are in your 20s with no gunt, you dance like no one's watching. I know. My God, you enjoy those years Even while you have them. Even if everyone is. Another witness actually saw Janice leaving with John. God. At closing time, they could have solved Dumb this asses. 20 years ago. Oh, John was clearly still trying to win her back, but she was dating other men and... They thought that maybe inside of him it was just boiling and boiling and boiling and he's getting angrier and Mm -hmm. angry at her because she's clearly saying fuck off to Mm -hmm. him. You suck dick. Janice's family long suspected that John Smith was involved. Well, why didn't you go to the police and do something? Where was Inigo Montoya to to revenge and avenge? They should have called up Inigo Montoya and said, can you please come with your sword? Help. Please. And get John Smith and just stab the shit out of him. <laughs> I guess that I'm having Rachel watch a bunch of old. You'll be looking for, not the yeah. six fingered man. will be yeah. like, you'll be looking for the red hair with the bowl cut. Right. Look for the fucking huge nerd in the red yeah. jacket and yeah. then just kill them. Not six fingers. Yeah. Although he probably has six fingers because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. When I told Rachel that the six fingered man was also Corky from Waiting for Guffman, mm-hmm. it like blew her butthole off. Yeah, she I was bet. Just like, uh-huh. Because Christopher Guest. And yeah. then she's never seen Spinal Tap because he's in that, too. Yeah. Did you put that on her list, No, too? I I should. That's a good one. Oh, so good. Is he the one that says turn it up to 11? Christopher Guest, he, isn't he the main he- rocker in yeah. Spinal Tap? Well, that's Tap? Or no? Lenny or Squiggy or whatever. Oh. Is the main one. And then he's the partner, I think. I have to look it up. Yeah. Um. Uh, Gary tells a story and I got so mad for Gary I wanted to protect Gary Gary was playing chess with John one day <laughs> Gary uh, says I nailed him with a checkmate and you I know died. Gary was proud I died and Gary says that John took his arm and smashed all the pieces off mm-hmm. onto the floor he was a very sore loser I know and Gary in the just, game of chess yeah Gary says I sat back and went Whoa, what's coming next? <laughs> oh, Gary, you must have been nervous. Mm-hmm. Why would you get mad in front of Gary? Gary, he's simple. He's a saint. Oh, and he just wanted to play a game with you and be mm-hmm. nice. What the hell? What's going on? Investigators, of course, have tons of suspicion. They have no evidence. So because you didn't do jack shit, mm-hmm. you dumbass. All they know 
Smith is the last known person to see Janice alive and Betty Fran alive before they disappeared, as well as being their husbands, you butthole. That's a major issue. Yeah, it is. Uh, The police just say it's dead in the water. Dead in the water. He's just got to confess or we got nothing. Dead in the water. Um, You still can do some things. Oh, my God. They finally maybe decide after a while to look into Smith and his background. And they Uh discover he actually has a brother. Why wouldn't you do that first? Why wouldn't you look into his background and learn about him? And see who you could talk to to get information from him and learn about what he's like if he's a crazy psycho or has 800 more wives that disappear. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? They find that he has a younger brother, Michael, and they actually decide to go talk to Michael. Mm-hmm. Well, good, good Christ. Idea. Michael is unwilling to answer. Michael was a dick during the interview. He doesn't mm-hmm. really say much. But then Michael said he went home and talked to his wife and searched his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, his soul is pretty much dark. It was rotten. Yeah, it's a rotten soul. Yeah. Because Michael had a secret, and this secret had been eating at him for 20 years. But it said Michael searched his conscience and said, I need to turn on my brother. He searched it 26 he, years too late. He did... Yeah, he was a little bit late to the mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. and his soul has already been eaten... Mm-hmm. by satan's butthole mm-hmm. yeah yep michael goes back tells the fbi uh now they said a horrifying tale this is i don't understand why he saw this and did nothing this is absolutely horrifying his brother's first wife janice has disappeared so they're both for some reason living with their grandparents or something i don't know john is at the grandparents garage mm-hmm. michael's in the grandparents garage Michael walks in and John, this big dork nerd, is building a wooden box. And Michael says, what the hell are you doing? And it looked really short. It had odd dimensions. It says it was like four feet in length and then really not very tall. And John said, I'm building this box to put Janice's belongings in it. Well, why would you keep them? I mean, or I guess he... I mean, if she disappeared and didn't want them, get rid of them and sell them. You know what? That's weird. I'm sure he's thinking. But she said Michael thought that was super also, weird. Were there no Tupperware or Rubbermaid totes? It had to be freaking bin. At like the Kmart? Or put them in a plastic bag or garbage bag or something and give them to the homeless. I can't I believe it. So Michael looks later that night, went back out to the garage. That dumbass now is packing her clothes into the box. And mm-hmm. Michael said he was like rolling them on top and mm-hmm. laying it along the edges. And like he was shoving it down yeah, on the sides. And yeah. crying the whole time. Which maybe if he's sad of the, that she took off and left him, that maybe was what Michael thought. He just thought it's, well, he probably knew his brother was a weird asshole and just thought, what the hell? And just let it be. The box is nailed shut, stored in the grandparents' garage. Five years go by. Michael and his grandfather are cleaning the garage. And they decide to look in this dumb shit box that's been sitting there for five years. And they open the lid. Michael looks in the box and sees Janice Hartman's dead body staring up at him. Jesus. Would this not reek? I, I can't would imagine her, would she not the smell. Have, 
body fluids and rotting going soaking through the wood I that, mean, wouldn't there be but i mean what in the hell there's is a corpse all... in a wooden box yeah this is absolutely foul as well as the corpse had the legs cut off at the knees so he realized he couldn't fit her body in there and instead of just bending her legs just cuts the shit out of her legs <laughs> well where did the knees go were they were the legs still in there with her i think I don't they know, they never top? really said. They just said her legs were cut off oh my below God. the what? knee. You're in your garage with your grandpa cleaning out his weird ass shit. I mean, does he have biggins from 1947? The garage? I, I can't believe that and he would find just a body? put that in the back of his head too. Like he saw him shoving things into the box. I don't know. He knew. He had to know it was that's weird behavior. It. Yeah. Right. And you had to smell a body yes. by then. But I mean, oh. that's the first thing on any murder show you watch. They walk into a home and they're like, the right? Smell. Like the smell. Oh, it had to be horrible. They called John. Grandpa and Michael called John and go, hey, guy. Um, I just wanted to ask you something about that box you had in Grandpa's garage. You remember that box that you made and you put all those clothes in and you're crying like a bitch and you <laughs> nailed it shut? Remember that box? Well, you know what? We looked at it and took the tap off and good oh. golly, there was Janice. She dead in there. Did you know something about that? Just Janice letting you know. And I don't think she put herself in the box because the legs are cut off. <laughs> She couldn't have walked to that box and laid no. down in it and nailed herself in. No. Now, John, do you know something about this dead corpse in a box in Grandpa's garage? Uh, just forget you ever saw that. John tells them that, pulls up in his Corvette. You know he drives a Corvette. And you know because his weighing is one centimeter. Yeah, for sure. He takes the coffin that they're calling it now because it is literally a right. coffin, yep. sticks it in his trunk and drives away. What are Grandpa and Michael doing? They're just sitting there saying, oh, yeah, you want us to help you load it in the trunk? You know now, like I said before, your first wife, Gina, she's dead in that box. Right. Are you going to do something about that? Do you want me to tell somebody like the police? He said his excuse, John's excuse was, well, someone else killed her, but I knew I was going to get, like, blamed for mm. it. So then I just hit it. And they're like, okay. Well, that sounds really normal. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. Now, the wooden box then is gone. They don't know where he put it. They don't know what he did with it. Investigators then decide, well, they're shit out of luck. We have no idea where theirs could be. They realize that John Smith has a step father and he happened to be pouring concrete in a foundation apartment complex and around the time john took the box and left so they thought maybe he decided to be clever and put it in the concrete underneath the apartment complex and just hide it there like that douche from a couple weeks ago right, who, who buried put his wife in the new house with the foundation of his house what yeah. kind of a dumb asshole they're dumb asses I 
they get people to dig up the whole foundation. They find nothing. So there's no box. Mm-hmm. Investigators in the FBI then again send out a letter to a bunch of law enforcement agencies asking if they know anything about a wooden box. Hey, have you ever seen a box with a dead lady in it? If you have, can you give us a call? <laughs> they realized that an officer actually had. An officer gets this letter who had been on the force for 25 years. He remembered... That there was a lady in a box that he found in April of 1980. So six years after Janice disappears, this officer found... So luckily, he hadn't retired or gone to another precinct or whatever. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it was totally a one in a million. Yeah. Um, And of course, you don't forget seeing a dead body in a box, probably. Also that... He remembers um, he was a highway worker finding human marine remains in a wooden box mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Of course, they couldn't identify who it is. So they marked her as a Jane Doe. They didn't, you know, there's no technology in 1980. They could really do jack shit with her. And it's skeleton at this time. Just bones, really. Um, she doesn't have skin or fingerprints. So nothing. they can't do that. Yeah. They can't take a picture. I mean, there's nothing they can do. And they just bury her in a plain unmarked grave. Right. I mean, just think that's where she ended up. This beautiful young lady. Oh, the authorities keep the box and they kept the nightgown that was on the body, the skeleton. Mm -hmm. This part was so creepy. This is the part that I sort of remembered somehow. Yeah, because it's horrifying. They hold up the dress and in blood, they could see he must have laid. Maybe he laid this on her face. On her face. Yeah, her bloody face print is mm-hmm. on the nightgown, and they held it up and then superimposed her real face mm-hmm. over it, and it looks like the Joker's A face. Ghost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was horrifying. There is her dead face yeah. on her nightgown. Oh my god, it was like really creepy. Mm-hmm. Good, cr- good God. So they say, yeah, we got a box with the body in it. The authorities come and look at it, and there's they find the bones. They get the bones. They dig up her unmarked grave there's really nothing they can tell because she didn't have dental records the body is five four she was five four so that mm-hmm. matches um they do a whole forensics on the sawing of her legs i mean really <laughs> what are you gonna do to find out it was like a serrated knife no Fucking one cares gross. at this point nobody we just yeah. know it's the redheaded right we know nuts. it's her dumbass husband yeah. and he sawed her legs off because yeah. he's a dipshit and couldn't bend her knees yep the forensic guy I wrote looked like a talking zombie. He had that. Was that the guy who? Yeah, there was a weird. He had like black eyes. I mean, eyes. I have bags under my eyes, but these are oh, bags. Lord, good God! Anyway, they found. Oh, no, a, that was the FBI agent. Oh, was I thought it? looked okay. weird. Yeah, who did you, you think looked weird? I think it was because I didn't look what he was. I just oh. said there was a talking zombie. Oh friends, yeah, so yeah, must been him. They somehow, at this point, 26 years after, um, dig out some uh, DNA from her bones, Mm -hmm. and it does match Janice. So this was Janice's body. Uh, And then you see poor Gary, who says, this was a sick man. He was a sociopath. Mm -hmm. You know, of course he was, Gary. Oh. That was like a big word Gary learned. I know. He's like, what you call a sociopath. And yeah. somehow they find that damn Corvette. Some guy had bought it and 
had been keeping it pristine because it's a collector's item. Mm -hmm. And they find that the box fits in the trunk, like they said, and then found scrapings where the box would have hit the sides. Again, a Rubbermaid container. Or a plastic garbage bag. Would have, yeah, alleviated all these clues. Well, he was a handyman. Maybe you watched a lot of Home Time. Watch me build this. (laughs) He watched Home Time in this old house and really wanted to just construct a box. A gross pig. John is arrested. He's charged with first degree murder. What prosecutors believe is that, yeah, like we all know, Smith was angry. Janice divorced him. She was a go-go dancer. She was dancing. Men were staring at her. She was dating other men and he couldn't handle it because he's a man and he's a dick. Mm -hmm. He's a dumbass pube he takes her that night strangles her who knows in the car wherever and then cuts off her legs his dumbass couldn't make his box long enough and just keeps her in his grandpa's garage and just moves on with yep. his life and marries someone else yep. never says hey I, I just i can't even i can't even so that nightgown over her face i still can't even no it's ugh. oh he gets 15 years. Why? Because you know he killed the other wife, but they just couldn't prove it, I guess. I think I read in some other information that he finally, like maybe just a couple years ago, got convicted for that For Betty murder, Fran? I think. Oh. Let me look. My God. Well... So by this point, yeah, he was just convicted for, yes. hopefully, oh, he got John Good. Smith in May. This article is from, oh, Lord, you should see what he looks oh, like. Oh, God, I can't. Oh, geez. Killer from Ohio moved to New Jersey jail on charges that he killed his wife before. Multiple so that wives. Was in, yeah, multiple wives. Um so it looks like he was finally brought to justice for that. Good God. So he just kills two wives. Well, he divorced one. He actually did pay yeah. for a divorce and then couldn't live with it. And so he kills her, which doesn't make any sense. I guess if he can't have her, no one can. And then I don't know what Betty Fran. He was 40. She was 49. Mm. Mm-hmm. sad he should have just divorced betty fran she would have moved on yeah she didn't give she a would've. shit the, her weird muppet sister said that she was planning on leaving him oh, wasn't it probably and yeah she did he and was like he probably got mad yeah he was like no one's leaving me oh god idiot again ew and, yeah. anyway you gotta watch this one just to see this idiot why would anyone give him the time of day and he, I'm sure he has no personality. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a weirdo. Total and his name is weirdo. John Smith. <laughs> oh, my God. And his brother is a dildo, too. They're all dildos. And his grandpa. And They're his grandpa's all a dumb asshole. Stupid yeah. fuckers. All right, you all right. guys. Well, if you can, join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Give us a review. We would love to hear from you. Um, and until next time, we'll hear... See, we're serious. Yeah, what we don't know. All right, Uh, bye. We love you. Bye.